We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Former Ravens defensive coordinator turned ESPN analyst Rex Ryan torched the Ravens after they gave up a 21-point fourth-quarter lead Sunday. He said this isn't, quote, your dad's Baltimore Ravens defense that can close out games. And John Harbaugh responded to talking heads that are blasting the Ravens during his Monday afternoon press conference. Was he speaking directly to Rex? Decide for yourself just ahead. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Tuesday, September 20th, and this is your morning Ravens vault. So the Ravens could have sealed the win had they converted in a number of short yardage situations on Sunday against Miami. John Harbaugh says he wants to see more out of the run game and was asked if Justice Hill could get more carries. Plus, we'll bring you the latest injury updates. Yes, the Ravens have yet another season-ending setback and John Harbaugh addresses Nick Boyle's absences. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, which is now on YouTube, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. So, Sarah, I was making breakfast Monday morning, recovering from our game day grind, of course, and I heard a familiar voice absolutely blasting the Ravens on national television. Sure enough, it was none other than Rex Ryan, who certainly did not hold back in criticizing Baltimore's defense. Yeah, the former Ravens defensive coordinator was one of many who lambasted the unit for its 21-point collapse. Let's not waste any time, Bobby, and jump right into what Rex had to say. This is not your dad's Baltimore Raven defense. In fact, over the last 19 games, this is the worst pass defense uh, in the National Football League. They don't close out games anymore. You've got Tyreek Hill, the fastest man in the National Football League, and Waddle's right there with him. Guys were past your defense. How the hell is that possible? Just put a dang guy on the goal line even. But nobody can, you can't allow this. You're up 21 points. This is the only way you're going to lose the game. And guess what? Congratulations, Baltimore. You did it. But your your pass defense is horrendous. You've got Pro Bowl players out there, and they're still horrendous. They don't know what the hell they're doing. 
schematically. There's something wrong with this team. They can't finish games anymore. It used to be we're up, just like Ryan too. We'd be up seven points, game, set, match, done. They're up 21 and lose this game. I question going into this game, would Greg Roman have the answers for their defense? He did. He passed it with flying colors. However, their defense, this new hotshot coordinator is terrible. Sarah, those are some strong words from Rex there. Obviously, the headline being him saying, this is no longer, quote, your dad's Baltimore Ravens defense. And then later on, just making it clear, they don't close out games anymore. I mean, I jaw-dropping stuff to hear this from Rex Ryan. Yeah, yeah, and Bobby, that's not even mentioning him saying that Mike McDonald is terrible. Yeah, that's a re- that's that's a ridiculous thing to say after just two weeks. I say give the guy a chance. But listen, Bobby, outside of the McDonald low blow, the rest of what Rex said isn't wrong. I looked up all the losses the Ravens have sustained since the beginning of last season, and here's what I found. They have had 10 total losses, And in half of them, fourth quarter leads were blown. Bobby, that is just too many. And when Rex was leading the Ravens defense more than a decade ago with Hall of Famers Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, along with Terrell Suggs, Chris McAllister, and many others, at that time, they were more reliable in holding leads. So, yeah, this isn't the same defense of old. And Sarah, just to be fair too, like that's quite the defensive roster we're talking about. A couple of goats are on that list that you mentioned. John Harbaugh and the Ravens haven't had the luxury of working with those types of players in quite some time. Plus the pro bowlers Harbaugh does have on defense that Rex Ryan alluded to, several of them were injured for many of those losses down the stretch in 2021. Yeah, that's a good point. And Rex failed to mention that the Ravens were down four corners by the end of that Miami game. And most of last season two, they were down that many. So if not more, but Bobby, believe me, John Harbaugh is aware of what is being said about his team right now. And he had a message for the critics. Listen to this. You know, it's easy to point fingers. It's easy to talk about you know, who's at fault or whatever. That's not what we're about. You know, you can, you can listen to all the talking heads outside that want to make all the statements they want to make, okay? They can make all the statements they want to make, but they're not coaching anybody right now. And this is the way it works in this league. I mean, you look all around the league. You've got challenges, you know, and you've got you've to keep coaching guys through the course of a long season. And things turn, you know, especially when you have good young players who you like and trust. And we really like those guys. And we really, we trust those guys. And they're going to learn from their mistakes. And um, sometimes lessons are learned the hard way. You know, I don't know how many times in National Football you come out there with a bunch of young guys and all of a sudden they're doing everything perfectly right. And when you get challenged with, you know, really good players, you know, in critical situations, it goes bad and it's painful. It hurts. But you know what? You remember those lessons. You know, you remember them as coaches. I'm sure all the guys out there who've coached can vouch for the same thing. You know, when they've had painful experiences, you learn from them as coaches and you learn from them as players and you learn from them as reporters, don't you? We'd all be wise to remember that. Sarah, that's what leadership sounds like right there, point blank. It's a long season, and he's just got to continue to coach these rookies who are out there against, let's face it, two of the best receivers and playmakers in the NFL right now in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. The combination of speed and explosiveness is a problem. He obviously can't allow these rookies, by the way, back to Harbaugh, to get too down on themselves so early in their young careers. But 
What about the first part of that clip, Sarah? Do you think Harbaugh was specifically responding to Rex? Uh, I've been wondering that, Bobby. I've definitely been wondering that. As soon as I heard Harbaugh say that in Monday's presser, I immediately thought of Rex's comments from earlier in the day. But Harbaugh generally called out, quote, talking heads that, quote, aren't coaching anybody right now. So, yes, that fits Rex's description, but it also fits a lot of talking heads' descriptions. But listen, regardless of all this, Bobby, what matters right now is how Harbaugh coaches these young rookies in order to right the ship. And that that was asked. That was asked of Harbaugh. And he gave a detailed answer about what went wrong Sunday, particularly on the two touchdowns by Hill in the fourth quarter of 48 and 60 yards each? And as good as Hill is, the secondary made it way too easy on him. Here's Harbaugh again. They were just blown coverages, basically, you know, in the sense of uh, we didn't play the technique right on the on the post to our defensive left. You got to stay on top of that as a corner. You got to stay on top of that as a safety. It's three deep coverage. Those guys know that. And then uh, the other one was we didn't have anybody in the deep half. That was a miscommunication, if you want to call it that. And uh, the deep half player didn't realize he was a deep half player and he needs to get back there. So uh, those were mistakes. All right. Well, I think it's reasonable to expect that those rookies will no doubt get better in time. But Sarah, that's going to have to happen sooner than later. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, Bobby, they actually might get some more time to learn behind the scenes because... Listen, Harbaugh is usually pretty evasive when it comes to injury questions, but when he was asked about if the defense would get guys back at the cornerback position, he quickly affirmed that they would. He said that there was, quote, a good chance of getting guys, guys plural, back this Sunday. He said they'll get stronger with Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. Plus, Bobby, I'm guessing Brennan Stevens can return too. We'll just have to keep an eye out on the injury report to get more clues. And still to come here on the vault, the Ravens aren't happy with their failed short yardage conversions and lack of running attack. Stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. 
This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, Bobby, as we discussed at length in Sunday's Instant Reaction postgame episode, the Ravens struggled to cash in on several short yardage situations, two of which really bugged John Harbaugh. Yeah, Sarah, Harbaugh even specified those exact plays during his Monday press conference. We've got to do a better job in critical situations. I mean, the biggest the biggest disappointment on offense was, you know, not scoring on the first drive down there on the one-yard line and then not getting the fourth down, you know. Those two plays, those the four plays on the first on the first down down there, first and one, first and goal at the one, et cetera, and then the fourth down, those are plays that just have to be made. You know, if they're made, we win the game. Uh, we've got to we've got to be creative. We've got to find a way to you know we you know we've got to find a way to block people because we missed a couple blocks. We've got to find a way not to necessarily run into the teeth of the defense. Sometimes you can. We have many times we've run the ball right downhill into the teeth of, teeth of a goal line defense and scored. You know, and your back puts it in there, you know. Uh, but we didn't do that in this game. And speaking of critical situations, Baltimore's offense was just 3 of 10 converting on third down Sunday. That is obviously well below average for what we're used to seeing from Lamar Jackson-led offenses. By the way, since Harbaugh did mention that first drive, Sarah, which ended with a turnover on downs, as we both know, after failing to score from fourth and literally a hair, Remember what happened right before? Jackson's one-yard touchdown run was reviewed for what seemed like forever and ultimately overturned. Harbaugh never did get a clear explanation as to why, though. You know, I don't know what evidence they had to overturn it, but they did, so you got to score on the next play. We've got to do a better job as coaches. I think, you know, you know, getting the right play up or doing something to, that they don't expect, obviously. Sometimes you want to challenge them, too, you know, and we challenged them and they won in that situation on that series. And then this next one, kind of the same thing, you know, and there's no reason for that. Both of those fourth, you know, downs should have been successful for us. Yeah, that on-field review did take a lot longer than usual. And then the refs really didn't even take time to review Gusecki's touchdown in the back of the end zone that really was helping the Miami Dolphins come back. So I don't know what was going on there. Uh, they probably took a long time because of the replay angles being deemed as inconclusive. I'll just say this, Bobby. I'm with Harbaugh. I certainly didn't see a definitive angle that is needed to overturn Lamar's touchdown. All right, but what about this rushing attack or lack thereof in recent weeks? Well, first and foremost, Sarah, let's just share some numbers compiled by the Athletics' Jeff Zarebeck. Baltimore's trio of Kenyon Drake, Justice Hill, and Mike Davis have now combined for 29 carries through two games. 10 of those carries have gone for zero or negative yards, and another six of those have gained just one yard. So we're talking 16 of 29 carries that have gone for one yard or less, Sarah. Ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> That's just not going to cut it, Bobby. No, it's really not. And while Harbaugh absolutely acknowledged the run game has to get going soon, 
he did take time to compliment his third-year running back, Justice Hill. And Justice absolutely has done a great job. You know, he's thinking, I think he's looked good all through the preseason. I came back from his injury exceptionally well. All of his numbers are way up, even better than he was before. And he's running hard. And, um, yeah, Justice Hill, you know, thumbs up. And finally, Harbaugh wouldn't give much of an update, unsurprisingly, on J.K. Dobbins' status when asked on Monday but here he is anyway. Uh, I think it's been week to week the last couple of weeks, so you know that's what it is. When he's ready, he'll be out there. All right, Sarah, another week and another season-ending injury. Uh, the hits just keep on coming, Bobby. Harbaugh announced that outside linebacker Stephen Means suffered a torn Achilles in Miami's matchup and will be moved to injured reserve for the year. And Bobby, the Ravens also announced that special team standout and undrafted rookie Josh Ross was also placed on injured reserve with a foot injury. Now with him, it's not clear if he'll be out for the rest of the season. So we'll have to figure out that later on. That's now three players on injured reserve in two weeks for those of you who are counting. That is obviously not a good trend, but specifically with means going down, the Ravens were already paper thin at outside linebacker, as we've discussed in recent weeks, Sarah. They're already without Tyus Bowser, David Ajabo, Vince Beagle, and now Means. And before I throw it back to you here, can we just talk about how all four of those players are dealing with Achilles setbacks? It's just weird. Yeah, that is a weird trend. And Bobby, on top of it, the Ravens released Kyler Fackerel from the practice squad, and he was just signed a little over a week ago. Personally, I'm still surprised the Ravens haven't signed reinforcements, but they've been banking on Justin Houston and Odafe Owe. The only problem with that plan is that Owe, who's been expected to have a big breakout year, has been quiet for the first two weeks. And Harbaugh said it's not because he's been double teamed or chip blocked either. No, I think the ball came out fast and he's got to play better. You know, like like all of us do. You know, got to coach better, got to play better and got to make yourself, got to make a name for yourself out there. You know, you got to go do it. Yeah, interesting stuff there from John Harbaugh. And it will be even more interesting to see if Eric DaCosta and the Ravens front office choose to pick the phone back up and check in with free agent Jason Pierre-Paul. But let's change up gears a little bit, Sarah. You and I discussed tight end Nick Boyle at length on Sunday's postgame episode after the game. You've been surprised not to see him out there. I haven't been surprised. Where does John Harbaugh stand on all this? He's close to 100% right now. I think Nick is doing well. Um, there's a good chance he'll be out there this week. We'll, we'll just have to see. We've got some guys who are doing well. Josh Oliver's been playing pretty darn good. You know, so it just has to do with the right formula right now. I think we're, we're blessed with some talent there. So you don't have to rush Nick back necessarily, but I wouldn't mind putting Nick out there at all right now, the way he's practicing. So, And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with this tweet from the Baltimore Suns' Jonas Schaefer. The Ravens have averaged over 8.7 yards per play just twice in franchise history. Both have come against the Dolphins. The first being Baltimore's season opener in 2019 when it averaged 8.81 yards per play in what became a 59-10 route. And the second came on Sunday, this past Sunday, with 8.76 yards per play, just the opposite side, a 42-38 loss 
to the Dolphins, where 28 fourth quarter points were given up by Baltimore's defense. Elsewhere, John Harbaugh gave his evaluation of Marcus Peters, who made his 2022 debut after a torn ACL sidelined him all of last season. Hey, he's good. You know, he's pretty good. I think it's, uh, it's kind of the first game. You know, we had him on a, a bit of a pitch count, uh, as you guys saw. You know, he's a player, too, he's going to want back for sure. You know, he's going to be he's going to you know, feeling the speed of the game a little bit. I think he's going to look at that and go, OK, I got to keep taking the next step forward. But he's a veteran player. He's one of the most talented corners in the league. You know, he certainly has been. And so, you know, just keep working him back into that form. And I'm excited that he's back out there playing. And finally, former Giants quarterback Eli Manning went undercover at Penn State's open tryout for walk-on quarterbacks recently. As seen on ESPN+, Plus, Eli, a.k.a. Chad Powers, was absolutely hysterical. And if you haven't seen the clip yet, you're in for a treat. Go check it out online. And thank you for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you love our show, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And as of this month, the Ravens Vault podcast is now on YouTube. Please consider subscribing to our channel ahead of week three. All you have to do is simply search Ravens Vault podcast on YouTube. Yeah, that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back on Wednesday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. Hey, be sure to follow along with us on Twitter all season long while you're at it for more commentary. You can find Sarah at SG Ellison. And I'm at Bobby Baltimore. As always, thanks for listening to the Ravens Vault.